I'm Josh Liston from On The Bubble Podcast, an oral history of television fandom, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at gunnageeknetwork.com. Hello, all you lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 83 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined, as always, by military strongman, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura. Oh, uh, yeah, I had to kill a lot of generals to get where I was. Not like other, other like generals from other countries, mm. like our generals. Oh, right, okay. They went down. You, you know, they're supposed to be ready all the time. Yes, like, you know, the generals, and, like, they sleep. That's right, that famous... That famous... Um, um, <laughs> Surprise attack, I yeah. call it. Uh, I mean, the Always papers... be prepared is, is the general's motto, as we all know. Well, yeah, and from... the scouts, and, uh, and you know, they weren't. They were sleeping, mm-hmm. and they're so vulnerable when they're sleeping. Yeah, you can just get them with a good flank attack. Well, yeah, a, I mean, I don't a sleep. A pincer movement. <laughs> <laughs> with my legs. <laughs> I just hop on the neck and go... I think I saw that in Goldeneye. Oh yeah, that, no, that's that was that was the that's like the memorable thing from that movie for me. Apart from that, and like the the, the satellite dish. Oh, like the click, big... clicking the pen. To, oh yeah, 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 clicking the pen, yeah. and the lady that what kills dudes with her legs. Yep, just sits on their shoulders and just goes click snap. What a way to go, AC. What well, a way to go. Well, you should ask the generals that. You know, they experienced it firsthand. You know, I don't want to segue straight away, but that's a pretty darn good segue. <laughs> the deadly legs of a female uh, warrior? <laughs> I don't know why but that sentence ended on that word, just was- naturally, and I had to keep going with it. <laughs> See, my thought was that as I was getting, you know, snapping off these generals, like... They feel like my sexy thighs across them and they think, well, if I've got to go out, I've got to go out. Wait a minute. Is that testicles at the back of my... Uh-oh. Click. Yeah. That's the last thing they feel before they die is, is the feeling of your ball sack <laughs> resting on their skull. I call it the scrote attack. God. Yeah. You are, you are the new... Um, and speaking pattern. of... You are the new... <laughs> new Alexander Napoleon. the Great. That's <laughs> Yeah. That's what I call my scrotum. That's the yeah. That's how. That's how I, I don't know what its Waterloo yet is, but I'm, I'm a bit afraid of it. <laughs> Thank you, because it's Uncle Scrote Scrote. He's going around snapping people's necks, mm-hmm. like Napoleon. I'm sure used to at some point. <laughs> he was, He's a long story. No neck stabber. <laughs> he was notorious for it. And sexy legs is what brings us to our topic du jour. That's right. Which is. Oh, and, you know, being a military strongman as well, mm. such as myself, mm-hmm. is kind of related to the police. That's true. That so, they're... sexy thighs and police, what do we have? Uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Episode 100 is going to be your wet dream, <laughs> and I'm not looking forward to it. No, it's not Alex Kidd in Miracle World. No. It is uh, Shutsudo Minisuka Police, which is Let's Go Miniskirt Police in English, in case you didn't know. Miniskirts. Snap. Well, I've never been to Japan, mm-hmm. and I, I know very little about, about the great land. Uh-huh. 
uh, and its culture. Uh, rich culture. But AC, I understand that you are a man who has lived in Japan for at least a week. <laughs> at least. Some some say more, some say less. Some say multiple weeks. <laughs> I only remember like a week, but yeah, according to my passport, I was over there a very long time. <laughs> There's a bit of a blackout period there. It's, it's a bit of a blur for a few years there. And- Look, alcohol is so cheap over there. like, And it's so good and so readily available. Like, you, you can go to the 7-Eleven at three o'clock in the morning, drunk off your ass, and they will happily sell you alcohol. I wonder whether that explains something about this game, actually, that's... Um- AC, you, you're familiar with, with the IP of, of the miniskirt police. So why don't you tell us about your um, how you first encountered the storied IP? Okay, so I probably have mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to Japan back in 2003 um, to become uh, an English instructor, teacher, uh, you know, live in, live in the land I'd heard so much about. And I moved over there with a um, friend of the show, El-chan. Uh-huh. And we... I got into Japan before anyone else did, and I was meant to wait somewhere. And what I didn't know is that there were two terminals, and I waited for like three or four hours in this one terminal, waiting for all of these, what I thought, you know, these people that I, you know, would know would come and collect me, and my friend would come through. Mm. He didn't. He just (laughs) never turned up, and... There were like three of us going, what the hell is going on? Like, we didn't know where to go. We had nothing, you know, didn't have any idea about what was going to happen. Yeah. We read through our, like, introduction pamphlet, didn't say anything. After about four hours, Mm. um, they read out our names over the speaker system. Oh, wow. And there were two terminals. (laughs) And we didn't know this. We were in Terminal 2 and they were in Terminal 1. Right. Luckily, there was a free shuttle bus. Okay. So, we went to this other place. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was angry at us because, like, we weren't there, and we were angry at them because, like, we didn't know there were two terminals and nobody told us. Sure. So we all left. We all got into like a, a like a bus, and apparently our bags were getting picked up and delivered to our uh, you know new residence later on. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I was um, with my friend uh, Mr. Lynch, mm-hmm. so we were actually cohabiting together along with a, a third roommate. Okay, and. I was dressed in all of my heavy clothes because I'd come from winter and I didn't want to pack my heavy clothes like my steel cap Doc Martens and my like leather jacket mm. in the suitcase. And we basically came into July, which is summer and really, really humid over there. Right. So after like it took us like hours to get to this place and this guy who was pretty annoyed with us, mm. like despite the fact that he had no real reason to because it was like their responsibility to pick us up and all that, mm-hmm. took us to this place. Uh, you know, our our residential, you know, our apartment, basically. Mm. We took off our shoes, kind of collapsed into the doorway, at least I did. Mm. Uh, and then uh, we kind of gathered our wits and then our, our baggage was delivered pretty soon after, which was good. Okay. Uh, so we kind of got a room each uh, right next to each other. And then it was like a three bedroom apartment kind of potted around for a bit going wow we're in another country this is awesome and then we read the rest of the welcome pack which is you have to go register yourself at the town hall and this week the the map wasn't very specific like it had a couple it was a photocopy of a photocopy and had some symbols on it which we did not understand one of which was like the buddha symbol which looks a little bit like the nazi swash sticker except not diagonal it's horizontal we were like going you know, I think that means the Buddhist something, but we're not sure. We don't know what these things look like. Yeah, yeah. So we went around looking to register ourselves, like, first mm. thing. So we, we walked around and we just, we thought we were heading the right direction, but it just, nothing was matching up. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, and until finally, I recognized something which we thought was a love heart, meaning a hospital, was actually, oh, hang on, that's the shell symbol for the um, petrol station, shell. Right. And this is after walking ages. And then we realized that, oh, we're only a third of the way there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we kept walking and walking and walking and walking and walking and walking, ages and ages. It took us like 45 minutes to get to the town hall, which was in this big empty field right at the top. Mm. And then that was another hour while we registered ourselves. We did no, we knew no Japanese. The people, to, you know, trying to get our details knew almost no English. So it was a very long, kind of arduous process. We got our what we call our gaijin card, which is our like <laughs> alien registration card. Mm-hmm. Got back, tried to fi- went to the supermarket, tried to figure out how to have dinner and everything. Uh, El Chan was absolutely buggered after that so mm. he went to bed i was like still buzzing like going oh my god what a day what a day what a day mm. so i decided to turn on the tv <laughs> and it would this would have been like eleven thirty at night 12 o'clock at night or something like this mm-hmm. so i just turned on the first channel and it was a bunch of uh moderately attractive women <laughs> in police uniforms and mini skirts like mm. And obviously very fake, plasticky sort of, you know, police uniforms. Not real. It's not convincing. Not at all. <laughs> very, very long handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> playing video games. And I went, what's going on? And then it went cut to, like, the, the title sequence. Mm. And they said, let's go. Mini skirt police. <laughs> so I watched this show, mm. which was just about a group of models or race queens, I think they call them, mm. dressed up as policewomen. Or mm. cosplaying as policewoman, introducing products and just doing all of this, like just really inane, like playing games and doing skits and just doing funny stuff and really bad acting, which of course it's meant to be really bad. I didn't really know that at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just turned off the, the television mystified and went to bed. <laughs> and I barely watched television for a few years after that. So my first <laughs> televisual experience in Japan yep. was... Right, the TV show. The TV show. And Mm. already by this stage, it was this was late at night. I think at one stage, I wouldn't call it prime time, Mm. but I think when I saw it, it was at the end of its heyday. Right. Because this was in 2003. Yes. And this had been going at least since the Mm mid-90s. So it had been going on for a while. Kind of like an infomercial comedy, like, uh, I don't want to say... Kind of, kind of creepy. Sure. Yeah, kind of panty shot sort of thing, and we'll get into that a bit <laughs> later on. So, I discovered recently that there is a game for this, okay. and it just kind of sparked a whole bunch of memories in me about like Japan and when I first got there and television and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So, I imported this game from Japan. Okay. And it was not the worst thing we've ever played. That's true. It which, is not the worst thing we've ever played. <laughs> It is basically a whole bunch of mini games. So we'll, we'll run you through them now. Yeah, sure. I've got a list here. Um, the first one we played was um, Hydro. Uh, it's like, like a car with hydraulics, yeah. like a lowrider. And you've got to bounce that lowrider on those hydraulics. So the the <clears throat> clip they show you, because a lot of this is like VCD quality, like low MPEG quality. Mm-hmm. Um it's like it's like CD-ROM FMV games. Basically. Yeah, basically, that's yeah. exactly what. A it fair is. bit of this, yeah. ga- a fair bit of that disc is probably taken up with this yeah. FMV, and yeah, and they had like a caddy 
in the cutscene, like bouncing up and down. You think, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I get this. You know, you got to bounce the car up and down, yeah, like on hydraulics. Sweet sixty-four Cadillac or something. And yeah, just bounce it. And then when you cut to the animation of the game, it's a clown car. <laughs> like it's a yellow, red, and blue green, or something. Yeah. Yellow, red, and green colored car. Like All Ronald McDonald's car or something. <laughs> yeah. And you just get a box in the corner of. Like, just, like, a girl sitting down and wearing a miniskirt so you can see her panties, Mm -hmm. like, dead center. And then, as you start, you're meant to get a rhythm going with the uh, controller left and right. Yeah, like the shoulder buttons. Yeah, the shoulder buttons. And it kind of bounces, goes doing, doing, doing. (laughs) You can get the rhythm up. Like, Mm -hmm. she jostles her legs and you can see her panties more. you got to basically make the car bounce around enough that you can see her panties. And you get points. The game scores you on how this is... I'm literally saying this. And yep. I, as these words come out of my mouth, I want you to look at my facial expression. You get more points for how wide apart her legs are. Yes. This is God's truth. <laughs> yeah. This is what we will all put on this fair earth to do. I think I think we should all get more points for the wider we get. <laughs> I think we should get more points just for playing this bloody game. The wider the legs, the more points. That's- yeah. So, and if you do get more than 60 points, then mm-hmm. you get a cutscene. And, and the, the way you know you've won all of these games is you get a cutscene of, and you know, this is FMV. Yeah. Of the mini Suka police, like one model, like just kind of lounging around, sitting on a chair, possibly very poorly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and crossing her legs. So you, you get like a panty shot. Yeah. Most of the, F, most of the rewards, if you like, from this game are like just a low quality FMV of uh, like upskirt shots, you know, like, yeah. like, like, like a, the camera might be under a table looking at their legs or it might be like, yeah, for example, yeah, that was the one where they, they was, she was sitting on kind of like a throne and like crossing and uncrossing her legs, that sort of stuff. Yes. Um, so what was the next game after that? Oh, yep. Yeah, so after the low rider game, uh, I believe, well, this might not be in the order we played them, but okay, I have, I, I have I a breakout, actually, a breakout clone. Yep. The breakout clone. So it, there's about three or four stages. Mm-hmm. Where it's it's a pretty slow breakout clone, you know. It yeah. it is what it, you know. The the ball bounces around. You got to hit the blocks. Mm-hmm. You get power ups um, from panties and bras yeah. that drop down. That's right. As you break the blocks, maybe there'll mm. be a pair of panties inside the block, and you get that, and then it makes more balls happen or, or something like that. Or you can fire shots. Yeah. So it's actually a bit like Arkanoid. It's, it's like Arkanoid, but with with like mm. cheesecake. But if you get a pair of men's shorts. Mm. Um, then your paddle shrinks. That's right. Yes. Like it, the game is is strongly um, heterosexual. <laughs> it's like yeah. it penalizes you for it being being interested in anything other than women. And, um, and there's a yeah. photo behind, like a black mm-hmm. and white beauty shot of like them one of the one of the mini scar police wearing a like a leotard or maybe a yeah bikini or, or bikini. Something. Yeah. And then, and then when you finish the level, it turns to color. Yes. And you get to see that. That's the reward. Yeah. For beating the level. Yeah. Is you get. To see the photo in color, but then if you, I think if you beat like all of the stages, yep. then you get surprise, surprise, another cut, another FMV upskirt yep. pa- panty shot video thing. So yep. the next one was a vertical driving game. That's like right, had vertical driving game, kind of like um, Spy Hunter, yes. I suppose, except yes. really bad, yeah, like very bad Spy Hunter. You don't shoot either. You just got to dodge things along the road as you're going up. And there's a timer that ticks down and you have to cross the finish line within a certain amount of time. Yep. Um, and, oh, and once you cross the finish line, there's a little chibi girl on the side of the screen and her skirt just flaps up and down a bit. Yeah, just, <laughs> just like just a... Good, and just, it's not an attractive anime chibi girl. It's no, just very plain looking and then her skirt goes... Woo, woo, woo. It just kind of flaps up and down as if to remind you, hey, that's what this game's about. Yep. 
you know. And then once again, if you get it under 30 yeah. seconds, you get a, you, you're treated. <laughs> I think it's a treat. <laughs> I, think, I think that was the one where they were sitting poorly on chairs. Like all three of them were tr- like trying to sit down on a chair. Yeah. And one woman like tried to be very sexy and crossed her legs. Mm-hmm. And the other ones just kind of knelt on the chair. Uh, draped themselves across yeah, it, weirdly. It yeah. just didn't look right because it's like you're not even trying to sit. <laughs> and we don't want to see your panties. Uh, well, hey, speak for yourself. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I think the one after that is the shooter. That's right. Uh, I think it's called, like, Panty Shooter or Panchira Shooter yeah, or something Panchu. like that. Uh, and, yeah, this is basically Panchira. a... That's right, Panchira. It's a vertical scrolling shooter. Yep. Um, where you are a, uh, a police car with wings because mm-hmm. you're in space and it's, you know, it's a space shooter. This is probably the more, the gamiest game. Yes, it's the them. most, it's the most video game out of all the mini games. Mm. And yeah, it's just a shooter and, and you collect, <laughs> surprise, surprise. So when you get power-ups, uh, the enemies are just like generic sci-fi enemies, like, like, a, like a rocket or like mm. a weird alien ball or something. Uh, then every now and then a miniskirt, literally just a disembodied miniskirt will come down from the top of the screen. And if you shoot it, it f- <laughs> it flaps up like as if the wind is blowing it or something. Yep. And then from out of under the skirt emerges like a pair of panties. And then as that's falling, it, it sort of switches between being a pair of panties and a bra, weirdly. And if kind you up- of like yeah. Twin Bee. Yes. Like blasting the bells. It is kind of a bit like that. Yeah. And you collect those panties or bras and you get like, you know, more bullets or you can move faster or whatever. So it's pretty simple little shooter oh and I forgot to mention the most important part AC yep. so as you on the side of the screen there's a lovely lady mm-hmm. uh, like a sort of not a chibi lady like a full sort of anime girl yep. um, and she's smiling mm-hmm. at you yep. and as you beat bosses I think there's five bosses yep. um, uh, item of her clothing is removed yes so. a, a creepy guy kind yeah. of comes in and like takes a shirt and then the belt and then the pants and yeah. then the bra and mm-hmm. you think, oh, I'm going to see something. But you don't. She just, she's already covered. Like, by the time she takes it away, she's covered. Yeah. And then panty to just her with her hand I over I think she it. has a hand down there and she looks yep. really sad, which yep. is weird. Because <laughs> she's smiling up until that point. And then when we take her panties off, she's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> kind of bummed out or something. It's like, you know, it's, why? Why? <laughs> I mean, I get that's the whole thing of the game. I know. Yeah. So that that that's fun. Um, you know, that one seems, yeah, the most like a video game out mm. of all of it. All of the... um. The games, games on here? Yeah. Uh, the next one is basically um, memory. So yes. there's a whole bunch of... Uh, you don't see the top of them. You just see, like, the, the torso and, like, the skirt and legs. Yeah. And then they all flap up and down in the breeze so you can see what colour panties they're wearing. Yes. And then you've got to match them all up. Yeah, that's right. So it's like, it's like there'll be, like, I don't know, 16 different, like, like skirts with panties under them. Yeah. And you well, know, a lot more than that. There's like 24 or 25 something. or something. Yeah. yeah. And you got to like, yeah, go, okay, this one had white panties and this one had white panties. <laughs> Collect those. Yeah. This one had green panties and this one. So, yeah. And you, you, oh, you, you, your little pointer moves there and flaps like a fan. So it lifts up the panties. Yeah. It's, it's quite good. And also behind that screen, like in the background is a black and white photo again. Yep. And once you beat the level, uh, you get to see the color version of the photo. It's yep. very similar to the breakout clone. In that regard. Yep. And um, once again, there is a cutscene afterwards. Yep. I think that's the one maybe where they're just walking upstairs. Yeah, possibly. Or they're- just hanging around in an office. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the stuff seems to be filmed on like maybe two or three days. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of on locale stuff. Yeah. You know? A lot of the outdoor stuff was just filmed in a car park. It's- it like next like- to an office building. It looks like that. And the rest of it was filmed in like some kind of like, yeah, like... Some, some sort of like abandoned office or something it looks like um so high quality the, production values for there, sure. there are two more 
Games. There are two. One of, one of them is is particularly great, I think. <laughs> it's um, a game where... You, so, it presents you with... Um, first of all, what you're presented with is... Uh, an a image, body. an image of like part of a, a female body. So yeah. like maybe like the boob or the boob, <laughs> the boobs or the um the, the torso or the thighs, yeah. and and it zoom and it's really just a zoomed in picture of that, mm. and you sort of and you're supposed to memorize that, and then it kind of switches to three women, yeah, and you have to ch- pick which woman has that particular body part, and they're all pretty similar, like yeah. slightly different positions, slightly different skin tones, slightly, like the color of the undies will be the same, but it'll be yeah. a little bit different, maybe. Yeah, the, the positions of their hands might be a little bit different. Yeah. They're all anime, not not like actual real girls. No. We got a hundred percent on that one, actually. Yes, we aced that one. We're really good at at matching body parts to yeah. to anime girls. We we were, and um, the last one mm-hmm. was a, a a mini scar, mm-hmm. mini. Scar Miniskirt Police General Knowledge Quiz. That's right. This is kind of like a, how much do you know about the Miniskirt Police? What, how much of a fan are you, really? And Maria helped us with this one mm. uh, because you've got to read the questions pretty quickly. Yep. So each girl has a set of questions. Like, like I don't know. I can only remember the name of two of them. But like Mie comes up. Mie, yeah. Mie, and she has like a set of questions for her. And it's things like, do I like to cook? And it's like, I am really good at cooking. Mm. I'm bad at cooking. Or I like to cook. Whatever that Which means. Which one it is. Uh, and, and you pick. And then all the other one will be... Or it'll be something like... Um, oh, there's the food one. Like, I... What's my favorite food? Yeah, Spaghetti I like, or... I like pasta. Yeah. I like meat. I like garlic. Garlic is a food. Yeah. yeah you can just <laughs> eat a big plate of garlic. And, you know, she liked noodles. Mm-hmm. Udon. Or something, I think. But there was this one question where it's, have you been sexually harassed? It's yeah. like, no. Or when I was a high school girl. Or... It's happening right now. Or like, it's, it's, it's like ongoing. Continue. It's ongoing. <laughs> and like, we said, please don't pick ongoing. And we picked ongoing. And she went, ding, ding, ding. Yes, that's right. And it was like, oh my God, that's so sad. So the answer to that question was, yes, this model in this video game is is being harassed continually. Yes. <laughs> Molested, actually, I think was the word that your wife chose to translate the... I think, yeah, that's probably a more accurate description. It didn't say Sekahara, which is usually what would happen, but yeah, molest is just, yeah. It's not not great. No, it was pretty disturbing. It was like, I, it was something like, yeah, she's been molested in high school and it's still happening. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> what they mean by that is like being groped on the train. Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it came across, I think that's one of those ones that like comes across in translation particularly badly. Mm. Um, so we all had a good laugh about that and then felt bad about ourselves for laughing. Yeah, we felt it. really bad. Um, but look, it's, it's still pretty funny. <laughs> so yes. at the end of that one, you get treated to one of the mini police police mm-hmm. um, lounging around with like gingham, like a mini with gingham underwear on and That's leg warmers. Right. That's right. It's almost the weirdest one because like they yeah. kind of dressed up like a, like not like a high school girl, but like a late teen or early twenties kind of like denim mini skirt with like yeah. leg warmers, They've, which is a very eighties thing, not a nineties thing. They kind of gave up on the whole like police motif for yeah. this one. And you know she's crossing her legs really quickly, so you, mm. you don't really get to see the panties. Uh, but the funniest thing was that when she was doing that, they did like a, a slow down, yeah. so you could see the slow down motion, <laughs> so you could see her panties, and they slowed it down again, and they had like super slow motion. The video of this. editor was very insistent that you see this. Yeah, yeah. very very <laughs> gingham panty centric. The most editor. sexy of the of the panties. Oh, God. Um, 
So that's the seven mini games that the game comes with. But there's also some other fun features. Like yep. there's a, a like a camera roll that you can just sort of look at photos of the girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did, they did a full photo shoot this day. Yeah. And, and like they're on there. There's a making of like. That's right. That's yep. really weird. Like the girls are cooking, um, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And there's this one where they're standing up or mm-hmm. the one woman is standing up with a miniskirt. And there's a dog. Mm. Like she's standing up on a platform, mm. like two feet on like two different platforms, and then a dog just kind of wanders underneath. Yeah, and there's people around, kind of encouraging the dog to walk between her legs. And it it's looks like there might be like a camera on the top of the dog's <laughs> collar or something. I it's, can't, I don't know, but it's very strange. It's very, very strange. I want, I'd love to know what was going on in that photo. So, can you recommend Shutsudo <laughs> Miniscar, please? Oh my goodness, um, no. But I will say, look. Look, I will say, this is one of the ones that falls into that category of, like, if by some fortune or misfortune this falls in your path, as it did for me, like, it's worth checking out, maybe, just because it's so weird and, like, but, like, how do I put this? It's not in, it's not like, it, it's not an affront to my sensibilities. It's mm. fairly, yes, it's a lot of upskirts. Yes. Let's just, we can't deny that. No. But it's, it's fairly harmless. Like, it's creepy, but it's not like I feel dirty creepy. It's more like laugh out loud creepy kind of thing. Like, it falls into mm. that, like, spot of, like, where where you're like, this is weird and, like, pervy, but still kind of a laugh. And mm. still, at the end of the day, like, it feels pretty harmless. So... The, I, the, the, the participants yeah. in this are willing and paid. Yeah, totally. Like, it's it's a very different... Like, look, there are video games out there that... It's not like... That yeah. are very, are very like, kind of dark, you know? And this is mm. not one of those. This is not like a dark sex game. It's it's a very, like, lighthearted, kind of fun one, really. Um, so, I can't I can't say I hate it or anything. It's just it's just fine. It's, it's just... It is what it is. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say race out and get a copy, though. <laughs> <laughs> the mini games aren't very good, really. No. Um, you have to be the, you have to be there for the panties, really, to enjoy this. I think. Um, so if you're a massive perv, maybe check it out. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know. You know, hey, it, there's stuff on YouTube if you want to see what we're talking about. That might be enough, I think, for most people. Yeah. Uh, yourself, your good, your good self, AC. Look. Yeah, there's a very <laughs> tiny part of me that wants to recommend this just to like just <laughs> yeah. to irk people. I, I kind of know where you're coming from. Yeah, uh, I had I was smiling and laughing the whole time I was playing. It. Yeah, yeah. It's not sexy mm. in like in like a sexy way. Like if you are a really really horny fourteen year old and you yeah. have no access to the internet, this might pique your interest yeah. for a good couple of minutes. Maybe? There were moments. In and there, where I was like, "Well, that's an attractive woman." Or so, like, there were moments where you're like, "Oh, you know," mm. but most of it is just you just weirded out yeah. by the weirdness of it. Yeah. But I will say, <laughs> it, it was fun playing with someone. Like, yeah. it was fun like doing these stupid ass mini games. Like, the the clown car was stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. The game of memory was stupid. Like, yeah. there's a theme here which they the, they're really attached to, and there's nothing mm. you could really do with this game other than the mini games. Yeah. Like this concept mm. of mini skirt police, like mm-hmm. who don't even take themselves seriously. So. As a little package, I can't recommend it, but if you do, as Rob said, if you do I get the chance to play it, maybe give it a go. But if you are curious about what we're talking about, just watch like a half hour playthrough 
on YouTube yeah, and that's enough for you. You'll definitely get the measure of it. I got the cheap version that mm. comes with like a little CD single still, like yes. a very generic kind of like mid 90s music from Japan, like J-pop. Mm. It's not bad. It's very inoffensive and very bland. Yes. Uh, but if you get like the like the um, deluxe model, Oh, okay. Of this game. It actually comes with a little statue as well. It's like the collector's edition. Yeah. Or... <clears throat> like a little chibi mini, mini skirt police officer, mm-hmm. like standing on a little pedestal, which I'm sure you can look up her dress and see panties oh, or something. You darn well better be able to. Well, yeah, they, they couldn't get that far and not look, do it's, that. it's a real oversight. If <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I can't. I can I can't recommend this game, but I can I will say I had fun playing it. That's true. It it there is just a there's just a not a sexiness, not an innocence about it, but there's just something very mid to late nineties about this sort of Japanese game mm. yeah, that I you agree. just can't do anymore, um, or you just won't get done anymore. It's, you either go one way or the other, and it's just somewhere in between. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and that we actually have a little bit of a five minute bonus Ooh. here for you as well, because I imported another game which I thought mm-hmm. mistakenly was part of the same series. That's right. Um, it is a PS2 game mm-hmm. uh, called 2000 Simple Series. So they're like 2000 yen, probably not including tax, mm-hmm. uh, of very cheap PS2 games. Yeah. Uh, and this is called The Miniskirt Police. Yes. Obviously to try and invoke, um, you know, the, the miniskirt police Maybe that we all know and love. Cash in on the fandom. Well, yeah. And this was released in 2005. So this is like significantly long after. This is like two years after you arrived in Japan. Yeah. Uh, and you play... It is very simple. Mm-hmm. You play a girl, a miniskirt, a police officer in a miniskirt, mm-hmm. and you go around beating up, so it's a beat-em-up. Yep. Thugs. Yeah, all a, the same thugs. It's like a 3D beat-em-up yes. thing. And the controls are horrendous. Yeah, it's... There is no option to change them. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're all inverted, like left and right are inverted. Yeah, it's To really look strange. around, so it's really hard to orient yourself. The camera will just disappear behind a wall sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, the controls aren't particularly responsive. No. They're really out of whack with, like, when you actually need to pull out your gun and shoot someone. Mm. Uh, but the... The gimmick to this game, Rob, is to do with your health bar. Now, what happens if you get <laughs> down to three quarters health? That's right. Well, you know, there's some games where, like, for example, I think about Sonic, you know, where he gets hit and he loses his rings. Mm-hmm. In this game, when you when you get, you lose three quarters of your health bar, your clothes become a bit tattered. Yes. Yes, that, that's right. You can kind of see uh, a bit of, bit of panty and underwear. It's thing. actually quite funny because the guys, like the baddies, by the way, who are all just like generic dudes in purple suits. They look like, yeah. they look like kind of someone looked up the word, like, like Googled the word pimp and <laughs> found like a pimp costume or something on, on Google. And I was like, right, that's how all the baddies are going to look. Cause they just have these ridiculous purple pinstripe suits. Anyway, once they've punched you enough, you can actually see the game sort of like stop for a minute as it's loading the new skin for your for your character. Yeah, the game literally stops and you hear the PS2 go... <laughs> yeah, like it's finding the data in the disc, you know. Um, and then you, you just suddenly morph into into having less clothes on, like like a tattered sort of version of the of the red leather jacket and red leather miniskirt that you start in. And then half health? That's right. Oh, and by the way, when that happens, the girl goes, yeah, and kind of like looks freaked out and the baddies no matter if there's one two three or four of them however many there are on screen they all cheer 
and start like pumping their fists in the air and going woohoo kind of thing because yeah. they're just super happy that and then that gives you a chance to like kind of fight back for a couple of seconds that's right it's kind of that's your opportunity to strike and then yeah if you get to half health um correct me if I'm wrong you get it gets even more yep even yep. more you can tattered. really see like what color her panties are and bra is underneath that's the, right and the, then the tattered clothes the three quarters health um, you're down to your your um you're basically your bra and panties. Yep, that's it. But it weirdly looks like a big, it's like a really nice bra and panties. You know, yeah, it like, looks like a. Well, like she went to some expense to get that, you know, or like a bikini almost. It looks like a bikini to me. That's what I'm saying. Okay, anyway. so, so here's the thing. Mm. It is meant to be a bra and panties mm. because Japanese underwear, and my wife will attest to this, but luckily she's in bed because <laughs> otherwise you get in trouble. Uh huh. Is much nicer over there. Right. It, right. It's 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 inexpensive mm. there are so many varieties mm. and they look nicer and cuter mm. rather than like the poor generic ass shit we get here in australia <laughs> so it is meant to be underwear and a lot of japanese underwear does look kind of like that yeah, yeah. okay that's interesting mm. yeah that makes a lot of sense actually with other video games i've played you know for research purposes research um yes so yeah when you're down when you're down to your last scary of health you're basically fighting in your knickers <laughs> um, and uh, and then yeah, you lose when you get killed. I suppose that's that's it. You don't actually see what happens when you get when you no, get no. You just fade to black, basically. Yeah. But we this all is... we all know what happens. I see. So I wanted to do the whole mini skirt police um, oeuvre of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that turns out is only the satin game. Yeah, that's right. The uh, the one that I got is meant to invoke it, but it's a slightly different name. The kanji, which normally the mini skirt police doesn't use kanji mm. it says mini sket police okay and then actually under sket it says beautiful woman police in kanji right yeah, yeah. so it's meant to be a very close approximation it's obviously meant to kind of invoke oh you think this is the mini skirt police but it's not but it's just, it's like they changed it enough that they don't get sued and basically um and there's not it's not wearing a blue uniform she's wearing red so it's fine and i didn't know this until i questioned the kanji and mm. maria said oh i think this is actually not related to like the actual factual uh, miniskirt police. There you go. So she looked it up on the internet and apparently the guy who made this game, mm-hmm. this is his only credit. He <laughs> made this game and just went, yep, this is the one game I'm ever going to make. Put it out there and that's it. Sayonara. Off to the Bahamas to retire with all the win- all the sweet moolah <laughs> that you got from the miniskirt police game. From the, the 2000 Simple series. Yeah. Look, this is this game definitely definitely belongs in the bargain bin you know it's um, not a good game we got yeah. to world two i think or it's two and a half it's very hard to play and unlike the first game like unlike the one we just talked about previously which like it's a very different game but but it's more fun because even if the games are bad there's still the cheesecake there's still boobs and stuff to like keep you going you know yeah. like this is like there's just one it's just one fairly badly drawn 3d sprite of a woman three you know 3d model of, of a woman once she, once she's lost her clothes, you've seen it. You've seen all the game has to offer. Like that's it. That happens pretty quickly because the game's really bad and it controls badly, and you will get you will lose health. Yeah, and they'll gang up on you. Yeah, and then for the rest of the game, you're just beating up like endless hordes of purple suited dudes. Um, and the cutscenes are weird as well. Yeah. Like because they they just use the same model for the cutscenes and they just zoom in on her. That's right. It's the same then, exact. And model. And sometimes she's just like. 
her her breasts are undulating in like really weird directions. Yeah, it's got weird boob physics. Like kind of, and sometimes she's just like bouncing up and down, and we couldn't figure out what was going on. And apparently, she'd lost her breath. Yeah, like we were just looking at. Oh, she. I think she's puffed. Uh, it looked, but she's like her whole kind of torso just kind of bounces up and down. It is weird. And to be clear, like I'm not just criticizing boob physics. Oh, I, look, I like good boob physics as much as the next man. I see. <laughs> But this is weird boob physics. It's like they're not moving the way they should. <laughs> it's perturbing. It is um, quite perturbing. So, um, not this game is is actually less sexy than 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 the first one. Yeah, don't. This um, is. I got this game kind of, and a lot. Of, mm. I should. Oh, sorry. Let's start again. Mm. I got this game because I thought it was related to Miniskirt Police, and yeah. I just kind of wanted to do like two different games for this. Mm-hmm. I recently learned that they're actually unrelated, but mm. of course, one is trying to invoke the other. Sure. Um, I'm here to tell you that the people in the West who thought these games were related often mm. treat them like that. Yeah. Like, a lo- there's not much out there about these two games. No, there isn't. But they always relate them and say, oh, this is part of the series. Mm. I'm here to tell you they're not. They're thematically connected, like yeah. in the same way that, like, I don't know, the person, who made, the the person who made Willow and, and The Hobbit, like, they're, they're both about weird little furry dudes in the fantasy land, but they're not actually connected, you know? Like, that's that's what these two games are. It's like, yes, they're police officers in miniskirts, but that's where it ends. That's yeah. where the similarity ends. It's not the actual, the actual, um, Shutsudo Minisuka Police. Yeah, but, you know, I'm inspired, AC. I think, I think we should try and do a petition, which I will sign, and I'll sign your name for you, because <laughs> I'm you assuming will. you will be on board and we'll present that to the police station down the road <laughs> we'll just say, please, please arrest this please, guy please more mini skirts thanks for all your female <laughs> cops not the men though because that's weird I, we, <laughs> thanks hey, mini thanks. skirt come on mini skirt come on you <laughs> right. you coppers out there you can wear whatever you I'm want just, I'm just going for the whole like, I'm just trying to invoke the spirit of the original game <laughs> you know where it penalises you for maybe maybe like the police the male police officers wear like you know like little wife fronts or something I'm trying to meet you in the middle here AC well like wear a, wear a I just want to see male coppers mini skirts scrotum hanging out <laughs> So you've actually been doing stuff outside of the podcast, which I'm very disappointed about. Yeah, look, you have a life outside of me, which I do not approve of. Man, I've, I have look, I have things to talk about, but primarily just how friggin' tired I am today. <laughs> you say this every week. I know today it's acute. It's it's an acute tiredness. Um, although I'm somehow like pulling out some energy out of my butt. I don't know how exactly. <laughs> That's where I keep my energy, by the way. Yeah, well, that's and where I keep mine. No one will ever look. Um, no one wants to look. Yeah, well, that, despite Nobody my Nobody wants your butt energy, Rob. Look, I keep offering it to people, but no one... <laughs> so far, no takers. Um, yeah, I'm very tired. I uh, I was woken up several times last night by my beautiful daughter. Um, <laughs> the more times you, you say the word beautiful t- yeah. in the same sentence as toddler. Yeah. Look, I do. I love it a bit. Daughter? I, I really do. And I'm really proud of myself for not getting grumpy at her about it. Yeah. Because she came in at like 1.30 at night and was like, Dad, can I sleep in your bed? And I was like, no, sweetie, you have to sleep in your own bed. And she starts crying and like had to kind of calm her down and explain to her that like everyone has their own room and like that's just what everyone does and it's normal and like all your friends do it and, you know, and like just calmed her down and kind of took her back to her room and read her a book got in more milk, kind of just redid the whole like bedtime ritual mm. and then went to bed again at like two o'clock in the morning. And then about four in the morning, she wanders into my room again. <laughs> it's like, daddy, is it morning time yet? I'm like, it's clearly not. <laughs> it's very obviously very dark in this house. Um, so I had to take her back to the bedroom again. And then um, she came in again at about five in the morning 
And by this time, I was just like, she's like, is it morning time? I was like, no. And she just walked off. <laughs> and then she just played in her room for an hour or two until I, until I got up. So. so was she awake most of the night? Uh, yeah, she. I think so. And I was too. <laughs> How is she today? She's like, I don't know. I dropped her at childcare and she was fine this morning, but she's probably ballistic by the time she went to bed tonight, I imagine, at her, at her mum's place. Um, I read her a book last night when I was trying to get her to bed at like 1.30 in the morning. It was this book called, um, it's like a, it's a little children's book kind of about astronomy. So it's like, you are a star. And it talks about how like, you know, like the formation of stars and how like we're all stardust, that whole thing, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this one picture where it shows like, like the earth forming with like, you know, like all the different particles kind of coming together and coalescing with the gravity and it like mm-hmm. becomes the earth. And then it shows like, like a like sort of prehistoric earth with like dinosaurs on it and stuff like that and i was telling her that's i said to her that's where we live you know that's the earth and that kind of like blew her mind a bit and she was like she's like what that's that she's like she's i was like that's where we that's where our house is and that's where everyone is and she's like how big is it this big and she kind of held her arms out (laughs) as far as she could and i was like no it's even bigger it's bigger than that she's like what kind of thing like she was really really interested in this idea that we live on this thing called the earth you know i hate that planet um it's just fascinating when when, like to see a kid to to teach a kid that is a very special thing you know like there is a moment of realization mm. about a lot of things like the world is much much bigger than you think it is yeah it's a huge place and there's water so all the oceans and all the mountains and all the water and all the jungles and everything it's all on the earth you know, and that sort of blew her mind. So it's just fun should, that we have these conversations. You should now. show her like Google Earth. Yeah, like show yeah. her the whole Earth, and then just like oh, zoom, in, so zoom, in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, just on like your house. That would be great. Say, this is our house. You can look at our house. From I here. really should do that because she is like she's switched on now, and she's kind of she's kind of grappling with these philosophical issues at the moment, and mm. it's really it's really a fun age because of that because she's old enough to communicate well enough and understand things well enough that you can try. And explain this stuff to her and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't you know so we're in the car this morning this is like a theme for me this week i was in the car with her this morning and i was driving her to childcare, and she she just starts this sentence this is how her sentence started when you were a baby daddy i was and i said to her i cut her off i said you didn't exist yet <laughs> You were not even a glint in my eye. And she goes, uh, uh, she, she, she doesn't understand what I meant by that. Mm. And I was like, you weren't, you weren't here yet. And she's like, yeah, I was in mommy's tummy. And I was like, no, mommy wasn't even here yet. <laughs> and that kind of weirded her out too, you know? And then I said, and then mommy was born and then she grew up and then you were an egg inside mommy. And she's like, what? <laughs> she thought it was really funny that she was, when I told her she was an egg. <laughs> She starts like laughing. She's like, ah! <laughs> like laughing her head off. Like this is some big joke. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, she's learned how to say what in this really funny way. She goes, what? what? <laughs> like that, like high pitched. Um, and so I was explaining to her, yeah, you're an egg. And then I put seed in. The- I sort of didn't go to details. But no. I was like, I put a seed in your mummy's tummy, and then you- the egg turned into you. And um, and then she's and then you became a baby. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna be a baby again soon. She says to me. This just came out. I think I mentioned to you that she's got this idea. I think I might have mentioned this before. She has this idea that she's going to be a baby again. Yeah, I've heard um, this several times. So is this a normal thing? Is so this happen a lot with kids? I or? haven't been able to shake this idea out of it. But I try. I tried again today. So when she said that, mm. this is all in the same car, right? <laughs> you know, I'm like, 
no, you're not going to be a baby again. You're going to grow up and be a, be a big kid, and then you're going to be an even bigger kid, and then you're going to be a grown-up, and then you're going to be old like grandma and granddad. And then she's like, and then I'll die? Like, I don't know where she said that from. I don't know where she said that, but she's like, and then I'll die. And I was like, yes, you will. And she's like, I don't want to die. I said, neither do I, baby. And she's like, I don't want to. And I was like, she kept saying, I don't want to. And I was like, all right, you didn't have to die. You, you keep going with that and tell me how you go. Like, That's right. You, you work on that one. Um, <laughs> That's good. I like that, that story. That was really funny. And then, oh, God, yeah. The, I don't story with die, a happy think. ending. Your daughter not dying. God, yes. At least not yet. So that's what's kind of going on with me. <laughs> These very deep philosophical conversations with my my three-year-old. Um, but I do th- I do like the Google Earth idea. And I'm hoping that, that I'm going to be a baby again soon thing. I mean, you could, you could either <laughs> zoom in or yeah. zoom out as well. Like, you could say, oh, this is our house. Yeah. And then you could, like, wheel it out a bit and say, oh, this is where you got a child can. You might go, ah, and this is where we drive. Yeah, actually, just and see then- how far away, mom, like, mommy's house is from my house and, like, how far... Like grandma and granddad's yeah, houses. Like this the, is the city. This yeah. is the country. This is the earth. That actually would probably really interest her. I yeah, think. Yeah, she might. And she might just want to play. She with might Google. go. Where Where is my Where is my friend Jamie's house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something. Like, I have no idea, kid. <laughs> <laughs> just point to a random house. That'll do. That's one weird thing is she knows all the names of her friends, but I don't. This is like the age she is, where like she's going to preschool. She knows all these children, and I don't know them. You know, so we'll be going through like a shopping mall and she'll just wave to some random kid. And I'm like, do you know, do you know them? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, like, do, you, is that, do you go to school with them? And she'll be like, yeah. It's just funny to me. Oh, and the parents, like the, I've met parents of kids yeah. because they've waved at each other or yeah. said hi or like, hi, Ruby or something like that. And it's just like, what? <laughs> you know, you know my kid? <laughs> like, who are you? Um, it's a very strange feeling. So um, have you been playing any games recently? I have. Well, You've not been a gamer. Not too many. Because um, I've been really, 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 really sick for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that's true. Um, you, you have been a bit of a sicky. I had what turned out to be the flu. Um, and I didn't realize that at the time because I thought it was just a really nasty cold. But I started getting an inkling when I was like shivering in bed and like, you know, all my joints ached and, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds um, like the flu. But you, yeah. did, you didn't get your flu shot this year? I, well, I was... <laughs> The bugger of it is, I was gonna get it because it, because we're government employees, we get the flu shot for free. Yeah, I got mine for free. Um, got mine for free about a month ago. The day I was due to get it, I was already sick with the flu, mm. so I left it a bit late, you could say. Um, mm-hmm. So next year I might try and get in a little bit earlier, so get my foot in the door with that vaccine. You know, I've got to get the, re- the reptile reptilian government needs to pump me full of mind controlling fluids. Well, I can control my mind as much yeah. as they want. Um, nothing, nothing to control. Fill me full of autism and mind control. <laughs> I love it. I love the vaccines. I like. I as soon as that message comes through mm. in my work, I'm always mm. like first on it, first to try and get in there. And I'm never actually the first. Uh huh. But I'm always like the first in the like the first, first run in the, in the first morning. Yeah, yeah. At some point, yeah. Well, I, I will be there next year. I'll, I will be like camping out. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's free. Why, yeah. why wouldn't you get the jab if it's free? Well, I was gonna get it. I just by the time I got it, mm. by the time I was due to get it, I was already sick, and they don't give it to you when you're sick because it's no point. Yeah, and, there's yeah, and it's also it could be d- risky like as well. Yeah. I think so. Can weaken your immune system a little bit. Yeah. So I um I've been pretty pretty damn sick. Um, but. I started to recover like this week, mm-hmm. um, so I started to play some games. Um, I'll just talk about 
one. I, I talked about it briefly actually last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was continuing my playthrough of Doom 2016 on Ultraviolence. Good game. Yeah. How far did you get? Uh, I'm progressing through it pretty far. I, I haven't. I haven't yet gone to. There's a there's a sequence where you go to hell for the first time. I haven't got up to that bit yet. I think I'm on like the fourth or fifth level. I'm going through it quite slowly because I'm trying to get all the stuff. I'm not going for 100% completion necessarily, but I want to get all the collectibles, not the collectibles, but all the uh, meaningful pickups in each level. Because yeah. there's, there's like meaningless pickups, like collectibles and secrets yeah, that don't yeah. really do anything for you. But there's things you can collect that give you power-ups and like you can power up your armor or your weapons and things. And the first time I played through the game, I was pretty lazy about getting all that stuff. But I feel like on ultraviolence, I need all the help I can get. So I'm, I'm going through it and I've, I've upgraded my armor to have the most like scanning upgrades and stuff. So it shows me on the map like where like if I'm near anything, it sort of shows me and if I'm near a secret, it makes this like pinging sound. So I've sort of dumped all my points into like finding shit. So oh, yeah. long story short, it's taking me a lot longer to play the game because I'm kind of like scouring the level looking for all the stuff. Um, so this... Ultraviolence. There's still a, a limit to the like. There's still an enemy cap, basically. Oh, like, yeah. there's a lot more of. There's them, more enemies, but they don't just keep flooding and flooding and flooding and flooding until you escape. No, there's more of them, and and there are more, and they introduce like higher level enemies earlier, and 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 that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so I found it to be like, like challenging, and this is like still the early part of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I remember the first time I played through it, the game got challenging, but only towards like the, the end of it, like the last half got kind of hard um but this game's like kind of it's forcing me to play well like from the start um so it's kind of fun you know it's it's very different to playing the original doom on ultraviolence though like i remember because i played through doom one on ultraviolence like a couple of years ago yeah yeah and i really enjoyed it um this is a little bit different because with the original doom it's all about like ammo management and like and like remembering where health packs are and going back to get them when you get hurt and yeah, that, that it's, it's like, a lot more strategic, yeah. actually. Like, this... you, you can't just brute, you f- brute force your way through like you do in like just normal normal level Doom. Yeah, like Doom twenty sixteen is like uh, because of the um because of the glory kills, you can get health back from glory killing demons. So you what for clarity, what you do is you shoot a demon like once or twice, they glow orange, and then that that and then in this weakened state, and then you can just hit F and you just kill them. And if you do that, they drop a few health packs. And depending on how low your health is... It's pretty brutal as well. Yeah. Like, you snap their necks or you're like, you, you, you basically, like, tear their heads off and, like, pop their skull on your knee and yeah. shit like that. It's quite, it's quite violent in a, in a great, sort of really fun way. Um, yeah. Yeah, and if you do that, you get health back. So the game on Ultraviolence, it really kind of forces you to do a lot of, of that. Mm. Um, because that's how you can kind of fight, you know, way too many demons and still keep your health up. Um mm. And which is like quite different to the first game, which didn't have the original game. Sorry, didn't have like glory kills or anything like that. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, it's more challenging and stuff. But it's it's funny how like the more I like try and invoke the original game, the more I'm realizing that there is a, just a it's quite a different thing. It is. Um, I mean, it's an evolution. Yeah. I mean, I'm still enjoying it a lot, and I'll, I'll probably keep going just for the just kind of for the bragging rights of saying, yeah, I did it on ultra violence kind of thing. Mm, cool. Um, but I'm not rushing to to get through that. Um, it's one of the I'm playing that on the side along with some other games, but I'll talk about those more next episode mm-hmm. because I, f- I want to dig into them more and really give you a proper kind of review. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll leave that. I'll leave you with that tantalizing little, little hint and throw to you, AC. You have not been sick. No. But uh, you've been dealing with other crap. 
Uh, some of which you can't talk about. <laughs> um, but, no, uh, unfortunately, may, Maria may have been sick. That's the part you can talk about. Uh, that's yeah. the part I can talk about. Um, mm. Mm. No, my work is the bit that... Before you have any salacious ideas, no, my work is the bit that I can't talk about. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's great. It is. I'm just very busy. That's mm. all. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Marie and May, unfortunately, have been a bit unwell. Uh, kids bounce back real fast and easy. Yeah, they do. Maria usually does, but not this time. Mm. She's just a, a little bit more unwell, and she has been over the past five days or so, yeah, which has been, been a bit worrying, but I think she'll be okay. It's the season for it. It really, really is. Like I'm, I'm very lucky that uh, I haven't really caught anything like that. Mm. But I seem to be like incompatible with a lot of like human germs. <laughs> like I'll get things at weird times, and I'll get like get all of a sudden get like a throat infection or like chest infection or something. Mm. It's like everyone else is healthy. What the hell is wrong with you? It's like I don't know <laughs> what's going on with my voice. Yeah, uh, and you know and. Knock on wood, mm. uh, I hopefully I just won't get what they have. Yeah, well, so far so good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, gaming wise, I have been playing a little bit more of the uh, Gianna sisters. Gianna oh, cool. Sisters. Yeah, yeah. I'm chipping away at that. Like before, I was like doing things in like massive bursts, mm. and now I'm in the middle of the third of the fourth world. Okay. And as you played with me last time, it's getting a bit tricky, a bit harder. Yeah. You really need to switch between the worlds on the fly. Yeah. Like you need mid-jump to... sometimes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And like really got to calculate some things. And that is good. And I do like the challenge. Hmm. So I'm going to keep going with that. But at the same time, I'm I'm not getting, I'm not speeding through it as much as I have been doing with yeah. uh, with like with other platformers. I'm just kind of like going, this is good. I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. It's getting a bit hard. I finished that level. That's me done for the day. Yeah, like you, think, yeah. You, you've had you sort of playing it in little like s- starts and stops. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying that. Um, cool. But I'm, I have slowed down. Mm. What I have been playing recently, and this is this is quite interesting, is that there was one um, Atari Lynx game. Mm. And yes, I, I own both the version one and version two of the Atari Lynx. I own the carry cases and I own about between 15 and 20 games, right. which overall is about a third or maybe even getting close to a half of the library. I think there's like 60 or 70 games or something, or maybe 50. Hmm. It's so difficult to say off the top of my head. I can mm. look it up, I suppose. But it's about a third, I would say. Okay. And... There are some good games on the links, and there's a whole bunch of ones that are very meh, not great, but there's no like real terrible. This is the stinker that defined the series <laughs> because the stinker is basically the console itself. It's massive. Yeah. It is nowhere near as portable as you think it is mm. because of the battery it takes up and the screen for being backlit mm. and being color in all its like, 1989 glory is mm. just simply not that great yeah, unfortunately yeah. but mm. it is still playable and I will say that um, and one of the the very first games I played on an Atari Lynx was back when my dad was like some hotshot <laughs> um, shopping centre manager like right. you know, some high flyer or something stupid like that <laughs> he used to go and very you know very he used to stay in like he used to travel and stay in very well-to-do hotels like the Hilton. Okay. 
yeah. and ridges and um, Hyatts and stuff like that all, all around the country. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'd get to go with him if we had school holidays and stuff. And I always got the feeling that, he, you know, he, we were cramping his style or something. Or, <laughs> you know, it's like, because yeah. I think his work would give him like, a room and he'd have to like pay to upgrade it or something like that. And right. my father is a stingy man. <laughs> uh, however, one of these Hiltons we went to, and I do believe it was in Brisbane, they gave us for the duration of our stay, mm. an Atari Lynx, oh, okay. which was plugged into the wall. Mm. So we could play Atari Lynx games. Huh. And one, the game that I remember the most was Rygar. Oh, right. Okay. So Rygar, the arcade classic from, a, from, uh, I think it was actually, uh, uh, from the 80s? Yeah. Originally, I want to say it was originally a Japanese game. I think it was. I wonder if it was a Taito joint. It may have been. Uh, the Japanese Tecmo. title... Tecmo. Sorry. Yeah, Tecmo. Mm. It does actually come up. It says Raiga and then it says Aragos or something like that. Or Yeah. Warrior uh, of Argus. Yeah. Uh, yeah Aragosu uh, no Senshi. Okay. So yeah. Aragos, I was right. Mm. So uh, I love that game. And I played it a lot, even though I wasn't good at it. And then after I got the Lynx, I just couldn't find that game for ages. Uh, because Atari Lynx games don't come up so often. And then I went online and I found a copy. Right. And okay. it was sealed. Huh. Like, literally still sealed. There was a bit of box damage and stuff like that. And there was a bit of a tear in the seal. But I basically got it. And I was thinking, should I open this? Because it's still sealed and everything like that. And I went, no, I actually want to play Rygar. That's why I bought this bloody game. So I actually took a video of me for Twitter, like where I actually opened this like 30-year-old game almost and, Hmm. you know, 29-year-old game and, you know, opened it up and saw the manual and the the cart was in pristine condition. Right, yeah. And plugged it in and played it. And it was was a great time. Fantastic. And it was only like uh, 25 bucks or something, I want to say. That is, got off eBay from someone in Sydney. Right, okay. So, I don't know how games, like how expensive Lynx games usually are. Mm. But this one, you know, it was definitely worth the price because I've been having fun Mm. just playing Rygar. And I think there are certain other games of Rygar which differ a lot in like, I think there might be like overhead levels mixed in and... I think the level design is different, but this is very much a straightforward platformer, move forward, use your weapon to hit things, move on. And I think it is a probably one of the best games on the Lynx. Okay. I really enjoy it. It has one fatal flaw. Okay, what's that? <sighs> the A and B buttons. Back oh to no, front. The, the jump and the attack are Yes, oh. the jump is on the left. Attack is on the right, and that is the one thing that kills me in this game. And three lives, and you're gone. Mm. There might be a continue code. If there is, I haven't worked it out. But I have still been having a lot of fun playing that game. Revisiting something from your childhood. Yeah, and not only that, but something good for a change, because often I revisit (laughs) things from my childhood and just go, this sucks. I was an idiot. I don't know why I like this. Yeah, but this is is a fun game. Yeah. Uh, But speaking of Atari, uh, I went to the dump. A few about a month ago, I went to the dump for Atari, and <laughs> this uh, at the dump in Australia, especially in Canberra, they have mm. what's called the green shed, yeah, which is like a recycle place where people just drop stuff off and you know, who's, they don't want to throw it out, and maybe other people can get a, a use. Mm-hmm. The shop there will sell it for profit and give some of the money to charity, so you know, win, win a winner, chicken dinner, yeah, exactly, and 
sometimes you can pick up a bargain. Sometimes people know what it's worth and they'll try and charge you more for it. This is like just a couple of people who work there. Mm. Uh, and this guy kind of knew, kind of didn't. Uh, he had an Atari 2600, uh, what we call the Vader edition. So not the wood panel edition, mm. but the one that's just like completely black with um, like the cooling grates on the top that makes it look a little bit like Darth Vader. <laughs> that's why they call the Vader edition. Right. This guy had it hooked up to an old CRT TV and just couldn't get it to run using the joystick. And, he, and I said, how much? And he goes, oh... 150 or something like that. And I said, does it work? And he goes, oh, I can't get it to work. And will you take 100? Mm. Which is still expensive for one of these consoles. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but he goes, oh, yeah, because it's not working, you can have it for that. So I got the box, mm-hmm. the console, yep. two joysticks, several games, mm-hmm. and the paddles. Oh, I got the paddles. It actually, I now have two of the paddles. Wow. And it came in the box. Is it in good nick, all it this stuff? It is awesome nick. Like, it's mm. in really, really good nick. The box wow. is a little bit banged up, but what do you expect for well, something yeah, the that's box like is 30 always, years old? Yeah, for if, sure. If not more. Um, but yeah, I got this thing home and I was kind of like going, and I knew what was wrong with it. Ah. Nothing was wrong with it. Okay. He He was using the joystick... Mm. And he should have been flipping the switches on the console. Oh, okay. So I got this thing home. I hooked it up to my TV and (laughs) it worked. And I just spent a Sunday afternoon going through my entire Atari 2600 collection. That's one of the consoles that I think just because of its age and everything, it's not one that you've focused on much. Um, No, they're all pretty simple games. Like I don't have all the winners. Like I don't have adventure, like the the role-playing dragon that looks like a duck adventure game. (laughs) Uh, I do have one of the worst games ever, Uh Pac-Man. Another one of the worst ones ever, E.T., which is actually not that bad. It's very mediocre. Mm. Uh, But I do have some really good ones. Like I've got like a pack that has all of the Activision hits on there, like oh. uh, Pitfall and River Raid oh, and Barnstorm. Yeah. So I've got a whole bunch of winners there. Yeah, the Activision games were great on the 2600. Yeah, they, they were. Yeah. And I've got a lot of them. Like, and they're released by our old, you know, like in a a multi-cart pack ah. by our old friend. H-E-S. Nice. Good old H-E-S. Home Entertainment Suppliers. Mm-hmm. Um, Australia's favourites. Yeah, they're an Australian-only <laughs> distribution company that used to do f- um, Nintendo Entertainment System bootlegs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we've, we've got a bit of a history with them. We do. We do. And you know, these were, I think, maybe, as far as I can tell, they were officially licensed. Right, okay. And the chances are that this was done in the mid to late 90s. Sorry, mid to late 80s after the crash, which yeah. is why they got the license and why it was so cheap. Activision was happy to sell them like some of their most valued properties and put them on a multi-cart. Yeah, because Thanks. at that stage, they were worth nothing, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I guess uh, the best game, and people often neglect, neglect this, mm. but Space Invaders. Okay. For the Atari 2600 is a great version. It's nowhere near as detailed and there aren't as many enemies. Mm. But it has a whole bunch of different modes. It acts exactly as the, the way a normal Space Invaders games do. Yeah, yeah. From the arcade. It drops things. You have like little shields which can, you know, get destroyed over time. But the different modes, some of them they'll, they'll act faster. Some of them, the, um, the shields at the... At the bottom of the screen will actually move around. Yeah, yeah. 
and it is just like a fun version of that game. You know, it just adds a like yeah. a different element to it. I remember playing that game at the after school care because they had that was one of the Atari twenty six hundred games they had was the Space Invaders. Mm. I'm actually really glad because a lot of those ports, those arcade ports for the twenty six hundred were very bad. You know, like the Asteroids is terrible, Pac Man's terrible. But you're saying that the Space Invaders is actually like a winner. I'm saying it has merit. Okay, I'm saying I had fun with it. Yeah. And I think the very first video game competition they held mm. was with Atari 2600s, a whole bunch of CRTs, uh, old televisions, mm. and uh, Space Invaders right. as the main game that everyone competed against. And the, and I think the, the very first winner, the very first video game champion of mm. the world, and this is 1979, 1978 or something, was mm. a woman. Oh, cool. Who went on to keep working in the video games industry? Very, very talented. Reverse engineered the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, actually. Wow, cool, yeah. fancy. That, that's really great. What mm. a great story. Mm. Um, so I had a, a lot of fun doing that. Uh, other than that, my life has been just kind of it is what it is. If yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did have an event last week. We did. Yeah, we should talk about that just briefly, I suppose. Um, yeah, um, we had a dinner party. That's right. AC and his lovely wife um, invited me and my uh, my girlfriend over for for dinner. Yes, we thought so, it's it's time we met. Yeah, you're gonna meet the um, stories. You're gonna make sure that you you approve of my new match. <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually kind of it was a lovely evening, and and Joe and you got along really really well. It went really well for everyone mm. except Rob for yeah. two reasons. <laughs> One. Everyone paid me out for the first hour. It was just everyone ragging on me and like making fun of me, which was fine. It was a bonding moment for. for yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's, you know, if if that's how you bond with someone new, it's like you have something in common, Rob, yeah, and you right. have something you both hate in common, Rob. <laughs> so that was, I think, when you saw like how willing Joanna is to like mock me, you were like, oh great, <laughs> she's alright. Um, we but got the- to the point where we were seriously considering, like, if, if Rob got pushed down a flight of stairs, she might be next in line for the podcast. Yeah, that's right. She could probably... She, she could ring in. She could bring something new and fresh to this, sh- this show, I think. <laughs> this um, shit. Uh, the other thing that sort of marred the evening for me somewhat was that um, about an hour in, it started to really hurt for me to breathe. <laughs> Which is not great. And this is a complication. Turns out I went to the doctor and it's a complication from the flu. So although I felt better that day and was and felt ready to come and hang out with you guys, um, I started to get this really intense chest pain every time I inhaled. Um, and that happened that that manifested at the dinner party. So Yeah, um, it was also is Rob having a heart attack? Is he okay? Ha ha ha, let's all have a laugh at Rob. Mm, Basically so, how that went. So I went home. So yeah, it was it was a lovely night, honestly, and uh, I'm really glad that you guys got along. Um, and uh, then I went home and just like went to bed and <laughs> felt sorry for myself. <laughs> and basically, I, I ended up having another five days of of, of sickness, essentially, like mm. to wait for I had to wait for that to clear up before I could go back to work. I was actually supposed to fly to Sydney on Monday. Ooh. I did not go. Um, I missed I missed the um, the conference thing that was on um, because I just I just couldn't fly in that yeah. condition. Um, so yeah, it's been a heck of a time for me, but I, yeah, it was, it was nice that to, for you to meet, for me to meet Joe and, um, look, it was, it was really fun getting to know her a little mm. bit better. Uh, and we have a lot of similar interests. Yes. Like me and her and you and her. Yeah. 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 It she, sort of makes sense in a way, you know, it's like, it's like, 
oh, of course you're dating her. You know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like, it, it does. And yeah. like she she perused my uh, my game room mm-hmm. for a long time and was like, oh my god, oh wow, oh 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 this, oh I like this. Yeah, yeah. It was really difficult to get her out of there. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I think she wanted to stay in there. Um, yeah, she's like she's a geeky girl and she likes um, you know like anime and and um, yeah, she and, likes and she's lived in Japan. She lived in Japan. Well. Yeah, there's um, a lot of things in common. Yeah, and you know she uh, so she could talk and. You know, I've lived in Japan. She's in the, lived in Japan. Maria is from Japan. So, like, the three of us were, like, having... Uh, and I. this is the one time I did feel sorry for you. Mm. Like, paying you out I, <laughs> was, like, my fault. And I don't feel sorry for you about that because it's just funny. But, like, there was this... There were times in our conversations where we were like, going, oh, my God, what about this? Oh, yes. Yes, but if you go to this area... Oh, yes. Aichi. Yes. And, like, we were even talking, like, a little bit in Japanese and yeah, stuff. And, like, Rob moments. was going, what's going on? And we're like, yeah. I'm assuming you're saying nice things. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't actually paying you out there. We were like having genuine conversations about Japan yeah. and our experiences there. I'm really glad because, uh, you know, yeah, she's, she's a great girl. And I'm just really glad that you guys um, got I sort of assumed you would, um, but it's nice to see it sort of happen. Yeah, no, so. it, was, it, was, it was good. Next time we, we, we uh, get around, though, I think we should... Because the one thing I want to do for, for a little while is to see what she's like in a competitive video game environment. <sighs> Um, so what are you thinking? What are you thinking for that? Well, are you thinking I was Street thinking, Fighter Two. <laughs> I was thinking actually, like ease her in with some competitive Tetris, like just regular old oh. competitive Tetris. But then AC, then we can, then Tetris, we can kind of Tetris guidance. We'll start. We we'll start battle with, guidance. We'll start with just SNES. She'll hate you by the end, or you'll hate her yeah, either we, way. We can't go straight to battle. She hasn't <laughs> ever played. She hasn't played a competitive Tetris game before. Ah, so she hasn't experienced just the simple things like having junk dumped on your screen by your opponent. Like she needs to kind of experience that annoyance. Because even that's annoying. Even that's plenty of irritation. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, pure pure Tetris. Pure, yeah, I could play that with her. I could. Play, I could Does do that and I just think? lock it. Just lock it a Tetris versus Tetris. Yeah, mode, yeah, you could easily do that. Yeah. Um, and then play that with her. Hmm. Because yes, bad, Tetris Battle Guide N is next level. It's next level shit. Like you um, will lose friends over this. Yeah, especially if you, one of you knows how to play the game well and has like mm. learned the secret moves and stuff. Yeah, then yeah it's, it's not a fair yeah. game if you know <laughs> what's going on. If you don't know what's going, if you're all equally confused, it's fine. But the moment one of you knows what's going on, it's yeah, it's different. Yeah, really you become a dick. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking about yeah, getting or even just Mario Party, just to because apparently yeah, so one of her friends. Um, tip me off that she's actually uh, quite competitive. Um, See, Mario Party is an interesting thing because you can do well in every single mini game, yeah. but a roll of the dice can change everything and swap all your stars over. That's right. It's 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 the classic. It's just at the end of the day, it's just like you you play this game, you spend a lot of time and energy trying to win it, and then you just may as well roll a dice at the end and see yeah. who wins. Yeah, like, yeah. I, and I have a lot of the Mario Party games. Actually, mm. we could totally play some on. I wonder whether uh, she's Mario GameCube. Party friendly though, or whether she's yeah. like anti Mario Party. No, yeah, we can see. We'll know, figure it out. We'll f- we will figure it out. But there's indeed. plenty of time for all of that. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to jump right to the quiz right, now. That's actually. fine. Let's just let's just move straight into the quiz. AC. I, I was going to say just briefly that mm-hmm. every time I think, oh, I haven't bought out the old VR helmet for a little while. Oh, I haven't gone yeah. into VR. Yeah, yes. I kind of think, yeah, I really want to get back in there, but I don't do it. Sometimes, sometimes I will, mm. uh, and then something s- comes along. Mm. This time it was uh, everybody's golf. 
Oh, VR has is there come a out. VR version? There of, oh, is, that's so I'm up your alley. So up my alley. I yeah, haven't, yeah. I haven't dropped the quid on it yet because mm. I just don't know enough about it. Mm. I haven't seen a lot of reviews. Yeah, I've seen some that are kind of saying, "Yeah, it's good." It falters in a couple of places, and I just mm. after the last experience, which I loved, but it didn't unlock new courses in a timely enough manner. Mm. So if this does. If it's just a port of the most recent game, but in VR, I that, won't. you won't get it? I won't get it. No, because it just it just wasn't fast enough unlocking stuff for me. Like, I yeah. I played that game for, like, 20 hours and only unlocked, like, two courses yeah, or something. Yeah, that's not enough. It's not good. Well, 20 is an exaggeration, but it was it was a lot of hours spent there not unlocking anything new, so... Yeah, fair enough. When they gate, when they gate off content behind, like, you having to, you know, play a certain amount of courses and stuff it can be frustrating it was especially in this case yeah, yeah. okay so I'll I'll keep monitoring that it does sound like it'd be perfect for you but yeah, yeah don't if it's just that though maybe but not. like golf also takes a long time and being in VR for like two hours while you're playing a game of golf yeah not, it's not healthy for your eyes it's not healthy for your brain actually it's, it's not a great, good great way to ignore everyone around you though <laughs> okay so quiz time <laughs> alright AC I've got a quiz for you I had two options this week well okay. I had three Option one was just try out some of the old nonsense I always do. Hate that. Uh, option two, do a sexy quiz about sexy girls because this is a, we play a sexy game today. Love it. Love it. Um, do nothing but sexy girls. Or a third option, a quiz about police because everyone loves police, right? So we're going to do a quiz about police. Everyone's favorite. Yay. Yay. Law enforcement. Okay, AC. Uh, let's start the quiz. About police. Question one. And by the way, this is just all over the place. There's no like rhyme or reason to it. There's some multiple choice, true or false. It's all over the, it's all over the shop. Okay. But there are 10 questions. And the first is, name the police game released in 2011 that was set in Los Angeles in 1947. Uh, L.A. Noir. Correct. Points for you. By the way, I've realized that I've been making these quizzes too hard for you, so I'm kind of like, this quiz is a little bit easier. <laughs> I've still been getting pretty good okay scores. I just feel like I'm asking questions about games that you haven't played and stuff, so I'm trying to make it a little bit easier for you. Okay. Question number two. Okay. Name the first-person shooter game, part of the Battlefield franchise, released in 2015, that pits opposing teams of police, special response units, and criminals against each other. I like how you're asking the retro gamer like all these modern questions. It's like, oh, That's I'm making I... it too hard for you. Is it um, Black Ops? Uh, is it a Battlefield game? Uh, Battlefield Black Ops. No. No, it's uh, Battlefield Hardline. Battlefield no, Hardline. I wouldn't have got that one. <laughs> Uh, yep. So that's that's, that's one that, for you. You're on that the board. Was, that was not a very popular game. Question three. I heard of it, but it just didn't pop into my brain. Yeah, the Battlefield community didn't really uh, like take it to heart. I think. Uh, question three. What? Okay, let me try and read this. Okay, what singular mm-hmm. gameplay mechanic? What sort of special gameplay mechanic is uh, the grimy noir shooter Max Payne? most famous for what's the mechanic in max Payne that everyone uh, remembers bullet time correct points for you i've played that yeah that was yeah that's a weird kind of like it gritty with a whole bunch of thematic 
cutscenes. It's and like this, like motion comics, yeah. and like he talks to himself a lot, like a gumshoe. Yeah, um, but it doesn't work. But no. it kind of works. It's sort of. It almost works. It almost does. Yeah. Like it, it's trying to go for its own style while also invoking another style. And that came out around the time up. the Matrix came out, and that bullet time thing really. Everyone loved that. Oh yeah. But jumping through a door backwards with two pistols out and in slow motion just shooting everyone in the room. That is cool. That's he doesn't have to be drunk for that or something. Oh, or? you have to take pills. You have these pills. Yeah, yeah, you have to take pills. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit... Some, some sort of narcotic. <laughs> it's a little shady. Uh, question four, AC. True or false? Mm-hmm. The name of the main character in the Lego police game, Lego City Undercover, yep. is Chase McCain. True. Correct. That is the real name. I was just hoping. Yeah, it ought to be. If it isn't, then someone's fucked up. Because Chase McCain is the most police name you can have. (laughs) Chase McCain. Chase McCain on the case. Uh, Question five. Yippee-ki-yay, Mother Lego. Another true or false? Because I'm pretty sure I haven't played this game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, The second mission in the police simulation game, SWAT 4, takes place in a residential home inhabited by a cantankerous old woman and her weird, overweight, loner son. True. Just because it sounds like uh, it's meant to be a commentary on gamers. Uh, correct. Well, not perhaps that second part, but certainly the first part. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, and, and one of the great things about that game is that um, you have all these sort of non-lethal options. So you can like shoot that old lady in the face with a beanbag shotgun if you want. And just, <laughs> do, just drop her to the fucking <laughs> kitchen floor. <laughs> sure, hand, why not? Then handcuff her and, you know... She's she's taken care of. Uh, that's a great game. Actually, that's a game I'm thinking about revisiting because it's it's a really good it's, game. It's fun. Isn't it's it? a very realistic SWAT game. So you kind of have to like, you know, everyone has to get cuffed even if they're um, not suspects, and you have to like and you use like tear gas and and like uh, flashbangs and all kinds of stuff like that. I yeah. would be very bad at this. Yeah, game. Yeah, it's very fun, and you have got these AI teammates that you can command. So you can go like, all right, breach the door, and they breach it with a breaching charge and go in and like arrest everyone. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, Question six. The open world undercover police game, Sleeping Dogs, is set in which major Asian city? Sleeping Dogs came out in, I think, 2013. Uh, It's like a GTA thing, but you're a cop. Uh, Which Asian, major Asian city is it set in? Beijing? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Ah, Yeah. yeah. Uh, close, close. That one I haven't played, but it looks like something I probably should have, but it's a mm. bit late now. <laughs> um, it's kind of probably showing its age. Uh, question seven. The original Police Quest game. We're taking it back. The original Police Sierra. Quest game. Police Quest colon In Pursuit of the Death Angel. which I is like a great, colon. It's yep. a great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple choice. Released in which year? 1983? 1987? Or 1991? Oh. <sighs> The original police quest 1987? Correct. Correct. 87. Yeah. That's somewhere in the back burner of my brain, yeah. actually, because it had a lot of graphics in it. Yeah, it did. It was actually a pretty good looking game for the time. For the time, yeah. Yeah. And it came out on a number of systems as well. Actually, funny thing, that SWAT 4 is actually kind of like a weird spiritual sort of successor to that game. Like, mm. there's a lineage there. I was really bad at Police Quest games. Yeah. Because if you miss one thing in, like, the first half of the game, then you're pretty much screwed when you get to the second half. I was reading the plot of that game, and it's kind of deep like your kid has, is on drugs and like it's like there's a lot oh, yeah. of this, like stuff there's, going on there's yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff i didn't get when i played it for the first time in like yeah. the early 90s I it's think like an adult when I played it's it. an adult game for oh, sure. yeah. all right uh again another retro game what is the car that you drive in taito's 1988 arcade classic chase hq 
Do you know the model of the car? Ferrari. Oh, it's actually a Porsche 928. Oh, no, I'm thinking of yeah. the wrong game. No. Yeah, you're thinking of uh, perhaps Outrun. I'm thinking of Outrun. Yeah. Oh, you have a Porsche. No. Porsche 928. Great okay. classic car. Oh, no. I deserve um, to lose that point. Question nine. That's a fair cop. Question nine. Mm-hmm. Multiple choice. Okay. In the 1999 PlayStation game, G-Police, you pilot mm-hmm. A, a boat, B, a VTOL aircraft, C, a mech suit. A mech suit. Uh, no, it's B, a VTOL aircraft. Oh, yeah, no. It's like a weird helicopter yeah. thing. Okay. Um, G-Police, man. I, play- <laughs> I don't know if you played that. I played that a lot. I've never heard of that yeah. game, actually. Never, never come across it. When I was doing a police quiz, I was like, I've got to add a G-Police question in here. It's like it's like set off-world, and you're it's like a Blade runner kind of thing. Like, it's this futuristic city, and it's all smoggy. and Of course. And it's all, like, neon billboards, and you're flying around in a helicopter stopping crime. Um, I hate that crime. Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, criminals, of course. Question number 10. <laughs> Question 10. Answered your own question. Uh, multiple choice. This is a long one, so bear with me. Okay. What is the plot of the 2017 retro throwback police game set in 80s New York? Beat Cop. So I've got three plots I'm going to read out to you. Remember, this is a game that's trying to evoke, evoke an 80s yeah. police show, police drama movie sort of okay, vibe. Yeah. Okay, so grungy New York. Yeah. Uh, all right, option one, or option A. You've been framed for murder and busted down to the rank of beat cop, and you have to figure out who did this to you. Okay. Option B, it's your first day on the job, fresh out of police college and with a head full of ideas, but your psychopathic partner has big plans for your first day on the beat. <laughs> or, uh, question option, th- uh, option C, sorry, garbling my words. Option C, um, your chief is riding your ass because you're a loose cannon who doesn't do things by the book. But when your partner is murdered by a violent street gang only a week before retirement, <laughs> you just know you have to take matters into your own hands. I'd like to say it's not C because, like, but you are trying to evoke the 80s, like, cop mentality. Oh. Look, I'm going to say A. Correct. A is the right right answer. A just sounds like it's a more, more interesting story. Mm. Yep. That's, and I actually, when I was looking at this game on Steam, I'm kind of tempted to buy it. Well, I'm kind of interested in this, actually. It's, a, it's like a pixely, it's like a like a pixel graphics game. Is it and uh, it's a 2D platformer? Two, no, not a platformer. It's kind of almost like a isometric view or like a, like a, there's a plane. It's like a 2D game, but there's a plane that you can move up and down, like a beat-em-up oh, kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you're very small sprites and there's a lot of traffic on the streets and it's it's the you know it does that thing where it looks retro but is way more like technically accomplished than a game back then could ever be um and apparently the plot is really interesting and so yeah. is this on steam is it it's a steam game yeah and so I'm beat cop is it 20 bucks i'm thinking of picking it up because it looks interesting okay so i want yeah. you to pick it up and if it's good i want to pick it up right, maybe I'll, maybe i'll report back yeah is it is it a beat em up no it's it's like a or is it like an adventure from game what i understand it's like an adventure game and it's partly like is kind it? of sim, like almost like a sim game of police procedure. Oh, no. But no, part, no, no, no. But Maybe secondly, <laughs> you're also, but you're also secondly trying to solve this like overarching meta plot of like who set you up um, and all that kind of thing. So it's either your ex partner who is not actually dead mm, like you thought, yeah, and he's actually a crime lord, yeah. <laughs> or it's the police chief. 
Because um, they're my two guesses. In LA Noir, like the first few levels, you're a beat cop, and it's actually kind of fun because you're just dealing with like pretty low key crimes, but you're yeah. still employing a lot of those like skills. And it kind of I don't know the idea of like doing stuff like um, I don't know you're walking down the street and you got to like stop a mugger or you got to like help an old lady or like you know like maybe there's a traffic accident you have to attend to or something like that's sort of like mun- that mundane stuff I don't know for some reason that interests me yeah so. no fair enough um, it's very so at yeah. the end of that uh, me six you four it was pretty close there close. very close indeed but I yeah. did manage to pull ahead at the last one there's actually a lot of police games out there there um, that doesn't surprise me I'm glad you brought up the police quest one yeah because that's such a such a classic Sierra job I have, to, I have to bring it up I think that's for my for my money that's like the original police game there might be ones older than that but to me that's kind of like the first there yeah. are ones older, but yeah. that is definitely the one. I remember playing that on someone's yeah. Apple or something like that once, and you know, IBM compatible. I think was the first. Maybe time it wasn't. It. Maybe it was a yeah. PC. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. um, so tell us what's going on on the Gunner Geek Net Network. Well, AC, the Gunner Geek Network is a network of geeky podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, some of them are about things like comic books. Uh-huh. Some of them. You know, video games or just geek culture in general. Yeah, you know, some of them are about things about movies based on comic books. That's right. It gets <laughs> it gets a bit deep. Uh, or but, not. Yeah, that's, that's right. Or, or indeed not. Um, let's talk this week about the On The Bubble podcast. Yeah, sure. Which I don't know that we've talked about before. No, I don't think we have. I'm, I'm anxious to hear about it. On The Bubble. Uh, let me see. This episode is called On The Bubble Episode 35, Witchblade First Wave. And the Dresden Files, plus the role of physical items in fan campaigning. Hmm. Uh, and the copy reads as follows. Fans of the Dresden Files sent drumsticks. First Wave fans sent salt packets. And Witchblade fans, fans sent Pez dispensers. But did any of these items actually move the renewal needle? I don't know what that means, but that's the copy. And if you want to listen to that podcast... Sounds interesting. Uh, then you can go to the Gunner Geek Network or Gunner Geek dot com mm-hmm. uh, where you can find uh, links to all sorts of shows including ours somewhere and also um, the Game Life Balance US office our, our American correspondents in the <laughs> compatriots in the, in the great land of Trump and they're um, <laughs> they're busy building fallout shelters as we speak um, as they should be uh, and yeah that, so you can listen to their podcast if you go to gamelifebalance.us okay and thank you for listening uh, to the Game Life Balance Australia podcast as Rob has mentioned uh, there are a couple of us around mm-hmm. there is the uh, the American bunch mm-hmm. but you can find us at gamelifebalanceaustralia.com mm-hmm. uh, I'm on Twitter at ProdTally uh, the official GLB Australia is it's kicking desperately <laughs> signs for of, life. There's signs of life. Barely. <laughs> Someone needs to get kicked in the crotch and possibly tortured. Yeah. Chad. <laughs> is Chad me? <laughs> yes, Chad is you. Oh, no. <laughs> because old Chad died because you refused to feed him. Yeah, that's So what, now you're the new Chad. So use that Twitter account or I'll beat you. <laughs> Just like we did with the old Chad. All also, right. his parents called. All right, Dad. If you enjoy our show, please give us a positive review on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends. Beat up your friends. Shit, beat them up anyway. Don't even tell them about the podcast. Just beat them up. <laughs> Just beat them. They're bad people. They are. They deserve it. They do. Just even random people on the street. Just beat them up. <laughs> tell them we sent you. <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones Australia advises you to beat up elderly people on the street. <laughs> but elderly. But all right, fine. Look, it's easier. I will say that. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. 
And, uh, well, Shitetsudo. Let's, uh, let, let's go. Minisuka police. Let's, yeah. let's go. Let, let's go. Punch an old man. <laughs>